Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. Starfall, a hidden world of clay, hidden world clave of scientists and technocrats. Starfall is the ultimate arms dealer to the planets. It is both corporation and independent nation state. The humble and discreet kingmakers of interplanetary affairs. Starfall's weapons have no equal in known space. They don't win battles. They end wars. They are tools of mass destruction on a planetary scale. Hurl moons out of orbit, boil oceans, turn the sky into a lens of fire. Starfall claims to be neutral with no agenda of its own. But is that the whole truth? Do they cunningly play planet against planet to ensure a market for their goods? Or are they secret idealists who aspire to a galaxy where war is a thing of the past, even their own weapons are no longer needed? Whatever their true motives, the new calculus, wo- calculus of war is simple. The side that Starfall arms wins. So then, we need to pick some questions. Someone want to be the note taker and I will be the Ooh. reader? Oh, yeah, okay. I'll do it. Fight, fight. Um, Alright, so Starfall's home is... Either a sunless mobile planet pulled free of its star and hidden in the depths of space, an artificial world station locked in the folds of warp space, a flowering utopia carved from the hollow core of a seemingly barren moon. Artificial moon, clearly. That's okay. no moon. <laughs> so a flowering utopia from carved... No, wait. Artificial world station. Uh, artificial world station locked, locked in, in the folds of warp space. Okay. I mean, that's my vote. I'm fine with that. I shall like that one sure. better. And then their technology is far more advanced than the rest of the galaxy because uh, you can just write tech. Uh, during recent centuries of decline and barbarism, Starfall remained a hidden bastion of civilization, or they unlocked science in, hidden in the relics of a dead alien race, or since their earliest days, they have carefully and quietly recruited the best and brightest from across all worlds. I like the alien relics. Yeah, yeah. Alien relics. Uh, dead alien race. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, in all the known galaxy, humanity is the only living intelligent species, or one of the five great races, or just one of a myriad intelligent species. I like one of the five great races. I like that too. I was kind of leaning towards only, but I'm okay with I'm okay with only also. I was leaning towards myriad, but... I'm okay with five five seems like a good compromise between yeah. all those. Well, five then. Turians, Krogans. <laughs> Sorry. Klingons. Can't forget the Klingons. Krogans. Mm. I said. I said Krogans already. Krogans are better Klingons than Klingons. Yeah, the Krogans are way better Klingons than Klingons. Okay. Mm. I think even Narn are better Klingons than Klingons. Except I don't particularly like Asari instead of instead of um, whatever Vulcans. All right. They don't. They don't work quite as well. They're um, different. They serve a different purpose. Do they though? Do they though? That's a good question. No, they're, they're the same role. Go for it. They're 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 the the ancient philosophical sort of You're like right. yeah yeah the Vulcans they're, they're, they're the mystics. That, that is a discussion for another time. Um, across the planets, Starfall is said to be neutral in all matters, providing decisive weapons to the highest bidder, an arbiter of peace, ensuring that no planet overshadows another. Or unwilling to allow any power to arise that might eclipse its own unique place in the galaxy. Last I think it, one. Really? Uh, that, I think it should be said to be 
Yeah. An arbiter of peace, making sure that nobody becomes more powerful than anybody else. Oh, I guess it is said to be, not that it actually is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I so, mean, that's just me. I'm okay with arbiter of peace. I mean, the weapon dealers can ar- arbite peace, right? Plus, this is just what they're said to be. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's... The, they could be anything. The, <laughs> they could the, be a boat. The, the irony, of course, is that they... <laughs> they could be a boat. They, <laughs> they, they're not arbiters of peace. They arbitrage peace. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we need to pick three threats. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, so, and they've got five here. Uh, Looming Galactic Peace could make Starfall irrelevant. Concerns. <laughs> I like that combo. I like that one. I like that one. Uh, concerns that we should be using our technology to create instead of destroy. Infiltrators inside Starfall may be stealing tech for planetary governments. I like that one. The planets resent our unique position. They may unite against us. Or we've detected probes that seem to be hunting for Starfall's hidden location. Who sent them? We don't know. I like the first so, one, the infiltrator one, one, and the last too. one. I like I like the probes. Yeah, I like the probes. probes. So threats mm. peace, probes. infiltrators. Sorry, I had to go there. Uh, all right, looming peace, infiltrators, and probes. Who sent them? Probes. <clears throat> and so then, uh, the next thing to do. So how many? How many? Just three threats. Okay. Oh, we pick three out of the five. Yeah. Okay. And we could actually come up with our own if, if someone has a better idea. I'm um, no, I like the I like the story. Um, so then, locations. Um, each player needs to come up with two uh, locations that where characters are likely to be found and to interact. Um, go in any order. Uh, each one, everyone should come up with one, and then we can go again. And they've got, like, eight locations here if you want to steal them or if we'd rather just come up with stuff ourselves. Well, do we want to get here what their suggestions are? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so the Forge, construction factory capable of generating fusion forces comparable to the heart of a star. The Lathe, a walk-in space simulator for modeling weapons effects on virtual planets or stars. The Vault, hyper-secure storage for decommissioned weapons. The whole chamber shifted into parallel warp space. Too dangerous to use or too effective? <laughs> the vault. Okay. Uh, so you want, you want the vault? Oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll put the vault down. Uh, and that was Ooh, a storage. Hyper- that was weapon storage. Keep reading. Hi- hyper secure storage for decommissioned weapons. Shifted okay. into parallel warp space. <laughs> uh, so dangerous, they can't keep it in this universe. Mm hmm. Well, you'll notice they actually kept it in a different not this universe exactly. than, than us. Than us. <laughs> I wonder uh, if Beacon Warp Space for this loan does to you. I don't know. It's probably fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Bungalows on the white sand beaches of an indigo sea. Pleasant housing for the employees of Star Lo- Starfall. <laughs> the Cathedral. Vast observation deck and lounge looking out on the stars. I like that I like that one too, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the so, name. Yeah. So is that, is that yours, L? Sure. Okay. Uh... Uh, the Promenade, Garden Plaza Park, where citizens mingle and relax. The Embassy, virtual conference room for hollow communication with dignitaries of customer governments around the galaxy. I, I kind of like, like that. That one, oh, yeah. Okay. We get two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but each one, everyone picks one, and then we okay. all pick a second one. Because that one's my next one, if someone else doesn't do it. The Stones, <laughs> Alien Stonehenge, 
Were they found he, were they found here or transported from a distant world? Do they hold the secrets of alien technology or are they purely decorative? You wanted alien Stonehenge? Fuck yeah. Okay. Alien Stonehenge. Could <laughs> because alien Stonehenge, yes. Well, it's also where we got the technology from. Of course. I don't think yeah. anything so else needs to be said about that one. Okay, well, that's all of them. Or, or, so. or maybe it was just the planet we got the technology from. <clears throat> all right, so from. you've this got yours. Decorative one. You've mm-hmm. got none. I've got none. You've got one. Oh, okay. Or it, I claimed the oh, wait. the embassy. Right, right, right. You got left out. I'll took all of hers. Oh, that's fine. Um, Why is I, it, I was, you're welcome to choose. I was pseudo claiming the embassy at the same time, so I didn't know which one of us uh, took it. Um, oh, okay. If you want to make up two things, that's fine with me. I've got one. I want to have a library where ancient knowledge is stored. I think I want to have uh, the starport where governments come to pick up the weapons that we've sold them. Damn. Need one more from you. I'm thinking. Okay. That is. Do you, you want, do, a, do you have one more in you, or you should do, do a test, uh, like a weapons one. testing range? Well, that's the lathe, right? Is it? Yeah. 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 Well, that was that was a weapons uh, modeling range. Yeah. A weapons testing range could also be interesting. So that would probably have to be on a different. Oh, oh, it's a planet, planet that's just been glassed a billion times. <laughs> Like, it's got little, like, wooden stand-ups, like, Old West uh, yeah, exactly. nuclear <laughs> villages. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds exciting. It has a whole population of AI. Um, um, a planet? Nanites. An entire star cluster. <laughs> Call that the range. I like it. We've only used up about half of the planets and stars. You know, for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much left. It's fine. Well, so, I they, they also probably you know, show off the stuff um, to... Yeah, I think yeah, I'm yeah. going to modify the bungalows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's still white sand beaches of an indigo sea, but it's an uh, inverted planet. Like, it's entirely artificial. It's, it's that moon. It's an the inverted moon. planet? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hollow hollow moon. Ah. It's like the housing with like Do we... a constructed fusion star in the center or something. Oh, okay, so it's a, uh, yeah, a Dyson... Good. Dyson, Dyson yeah. object. Yes. Alright. So, I think we've got the kingdom ready. The next thing is we need to make characters. Uh, and I think uh, we need a sheet, sheet of paper for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the first thing to do is pick your role. There are three roles. You have power. You have authority over the kingdom. You decide what the kingdom does and what it doesn't do. Perspective. You understand the kingdom, both its merits and its flaws. You can foresee the consequences of the decisions the kingdom makes. And touchstone. You reflect the desires of the people of the kingdom. Your attitudes show us what the populace wants and how they are reacting to what is happening. Um, how are we going to have four players? We can pick any combination no, as long as not everyone picks the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we could theoretically have three powers, one perspective, and no touchstone. I see. Just it's more fun not, if you start with at least one of these. Yeah. Um, and it is possible to choose, change roles during the course of the game. So, um, I think... Wait, don't you need one for one of each? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I mean, that wouldn't hurt. I'm I'm going to claim a perspective. So I think that might be fun. I think I'm going to go with power, then. It's all right. Yeah. I'll go with touchstone. And you've got your choice. Um, I think I'll start with perspective as well. Mm. Multiple perspectives. 
And from what I understand, what that means, and you correct me if I'm wrong there, is that if both of us say conflicting things, it means that the way forward is unclear, or they both could happen, or neither, right? I think, I think it said, I, I, I was think, just reading it a little bit ago, and mm-hmm. it said, one of you is wrong. We'll find <laughs> out who. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so next is, who are you? Is your character concept? Uh, what do you do in the kingdom? What is your job? What are your duties? As well as what do you look like? Um, pick a concept that fits the role you chose. Um, some might have obvious fits. President has power. Visor has perspective. But you can do less obvious things. Uh, the weak king who understands his people as a touchstone. Or the vagrant who leads the mob could be power. Uh, or the loyal general who obeys orders even when he knows it's bad for his country as perspective. Um, don't make a character who doesn't care about the kingdom or who would be unaffected by the vicissitudes of the kingdom. Uh, it's against the rules and you won't have any fun. Uh, you can make someone who hates being part of the kingdom, but simply walking away should not be an option. You must be able to explain why they would not want, could not or would not leave. Um, and if you think someone else has done this thing, point it out to them. And then I think there's some gimmies in the back for character concepts. I'll read those off real quick. Scientist unlocks the fundamental secrets of the universe and figures out how to destroy things with them. Technologist designs and fabricates weapons using the principles unlocked by scientists. Emissary part diplomat, part client relations, negotiates contracts and contact with planetary governments. Development director oversees design and implementation of a particular weapon. Deployment director oversees setting up starfall weapons in the field. Impact analyst analyst. Models and studies the effects of weapons on real and virtual settings analyzes past deployment data. Ethicist. Part of the Committee of Values entrusted with providing independent insight on the moral and ethical basis of what Starfall does. Archaeologist. Unlocking ancient alien secrets if there are any. Any... Someone wants to put a few claim. Hmm. I'm curious what you're looking I'm, for. I'm kind of looking at emissary and ethicist. Okay. Um, but... I, would, I could also see scientists being fun. So I'm debating development director or archaeologist. Mm. I'm going to be a data analyst. I'm going to be the artificial world computer. Do you have a hollow presence? Yeah. I can I can, mm. I can be around in, like, you know, the robots and the whatnots. So I think I'm going to be the ethicist. I am part of the Committee of Values. I'm trying to call something kind of alien, because I'm definitely going to be not human. If there's five great races, I'm going to be mm-hmm. another one of them. <laughs> I'm going to be Hayden. Dr. Hayden. Christians. Who are you wrong for? Gender. Oh. My race are hermaphrodites. I see. <laughs> so, Yes. I'm Typhon, the data analysis mainframe. I am the data analysis computer. I process test data, surveillance data, and life support data, and so on and so forth. I am, I am, both are all the the Mthuran. I am ancient and slow moving, brilliant when given time. I am a pure science researcher. My description is six legged, thick bodied, hard shelled, ancient and worn. 
The head that seems vaguely humanoid and oddly jointed manipulator arms. Alright, uh, I am Dr. Solace. Uh, I am lead archaeologist for the station and um, the person in charge of hunting through all of the alien relics. Um, I am human, female, uh, thin and scrawny, with kind of tousled, uh, short blonde hair. Um, I also have bionic eyes and glasses. <coughs> what? Um, what? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am uh, Dr. Hayden. Uh, I'm the ethicist. I'm the lead for the Committee of Values. I'm a young male. I'm short, pudgy, got long red hair, and uh, silver eyes that have been enhanced. I see. <laughs> well, mine glow green, so... Mm. Yeah, well, I thought my hundred eyes all glowed red. Only the evil ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're not Those evil. Those are made with the Sith crystals. Aren't, aren't we ostensibly here to like help protect the galaxy and bring about a peace? <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah. thing. Yeah, totally. Um, protect that looming, looming peace that's threatening. Yeah, so certainly. Threatening that was the message that was... That was um, the message that was uh, described by our marketing department. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I also appear to be sad a lot, and am oh. sometimes called an Eeyore. Uh, <laughs> it's ancient slang. No one knows what it means, really. Yeah. <laughs> I, they think it might have been a robot from like some early stage production. Uh, you are conflating it with a robot. Robot and oh. Eeyore. Oh, I see. A, a well, mechanical robot would this... that be. These In the old naming things. convention, E anything meant it was electronic, yes. Yeah. Or I. Actually, I. E, I. See, here's the thing that I do not understand. E, I, O. E things are actually things that are in, uh, that, that were on the ancient internet. Whereas I things are things that were actually physical objects. Shouldn't it be the other way around? I think it has something to do with the old uh, children's song about the farmer. Ah. Old MacDonald, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think it has something to do with IO ports and EO ports. I don't know. <laughs> what is an EO port? I'm not familiar. It's a very sad port. <laughs> <laughs> and so we come full circle. <laughs> anyway, so the next thing to do is pick two locations where you can often be found. Um, and... Try to pick at least one location that no other character has, but don't worry if you don't. Um, Is anyone else taking and the cathedral? Not I. Yeah. Okay. The I, I took the cathedral and the embassy. I took the library and the bungalows. Um, I'm taking the vault and Stonehenge. Feel free to add new locations if you need them. Uh... Ooh, you should write your character names next to the locations for easy reference. Does anyone else see the library? I did, but did. that doesn't uh-huh. mean you can't. So. Yeah, why don't you all write your things next to an pick a couple. Oh, I didn't see the library. I might should do that. Unless you particularly want it. In which mm. case... Well, if everybody just needs to pick one mm-hmm. that no other player has chosen, then there could be three players in the library. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's all good. I didn't pick the library... I will pick the club. <laughs> we should we should go around and say oh, yeah. where where we go and what we're doing. I think we should go in reverse oh, order this time. We should have a what we're doing there. Well, no, just, just, just uh, it's uh, uh, say what you do in those locations or why you picked them. Okay. So I picked the cathedral because looking out, seeing the stars helps me to think about um, how we affect all of the people who live at each of the different stars. And I picked the embassy. 
uh, because that's a good place to talk to customers. So I'm offering to be found there. Okay. Um, I picked Alien Stonehenge because I'm an archaeologist, and I'm the one that discovered it. And I continue to study it. Uh, I picked a library where there is lots of information on various other historical things and the ancient races, the ancient uh, precursors, and other fun things like archaeological things. I picked the cathedral because um, I spend a lot of time lost in thought. I'm very slow, both in body and mind, but very powerful. So it takes me a long time, and I find that it's a relaxing place to think. Pick the vault because sometimes um, being reminded of your old mistakes helps overcome new problems. Pick the library because people come here to consult me. And the bungalows because I'm responsible for the terraform settings and the smart home settings at the bungalows. Alright, so the next thing is a wish or a fear. Uh, state either a wish or a fear that your character has about the kingdom's future. Wish something you hope the kingdom will do or become. Fear something you dread. Pick something that you want to explore and play. Your choice tells the other players what issues you want to see the kingdom confront, whether that's building towards something wonderful or fighting to prevent something terrible. Uh, no two characters can have exact same wish or fear. You're allowed to have a wish that is exactly the same as someone else's fear or vice versa, though. Uh, Typically, these are, not, these are not aimed around the end of the kingdom. Yeah. Specifically, um, like, I, it's, you, it's like, I wish the kingdom would end, I fear the kingdom will end, or probably not. Right. Right. Uh, it also can't be about a specific character. Um, if you mention any person, your wish or fear is probably invalid. Um, deciding which to pick shows whether your character is hopeful or fearful. And, yeah. All right. Do you want to start this time, Dana? And just sure. Keep um, mixing up the or- order. I fear the disruption in my research due to changing political and financial situations. I wish for perfect knowledge of all Starfall. I fear the kingdom will bring about peace, thereby making us weak. I fear we, we will run out of alien technology to study, and therefore no new innovations, losing our position. Okay. Sounds good. So, step five, issue. What's your problem? Uh, name a personal issue that holds your character back. It could be a personality flaw or a difficult personal relationship. Pick something you're interested in playing. Your character will be probably be happy to be rid of the issue, but as a player, it should interest you. Can you uh, read that one more time? Name a personal issue that holds your character back. It could be something... It could be a personality flaw okay. or a difficult personal relationship. Uh, something you're interested in playing. Something your character might be happy to be rid of, but it should interest you as a player. Uh, it's not about outside forces stopping you. It's about something that uh, is something about you that sabotages you. If it's a relationship, it's a relationship you cannot bring yourself to sever, even if that would be best for you. Uh, your issue will be grist for the mill while you play. It gives everyone at the table insight into what your character is about and tells them what the problems you're interested in having your character confront. So has everyone got their issue? I have a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you subscribe then? Huh? You subscribe then? I do. I subscribed to a whole slew of them. You got the 10% discount yet? I'm not like 30 or 40 percent discount. Honestly, mm-hmm. I lost track ages ago. See the bulk rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's how I can afford to eat so many, you know. Well then, you if you've got the most, you should start. Okay. Um, I feel disconnected with humanity. 
um, feel much more uh, attached and, and kind of uh, with uh, you know, together with the alien races, um, but just can't overcome the biology and very and all other uh, relationships of humanities. You know, can't put it into words, but you guys get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, you feel uncomfortable in your own skin a little bit. Don't like yeah. interacting with other people. Yeah. 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 Um, my desire for war to continue, to keep us strong, kind of conflicts with being the head ethicist of the Committee of Values, and uh, that can be kind of a problem for me. Uh, my issue is that I cannot allow the citizens of Starfall to come to harm, even if they deserve it. My issue is I am extremely inflexible compared to the shorter-lived races. I do not handle change well. Right. Really just lots of information at the same time. Um, our last step is a bond. Describe your connection to the character on your left. It can be a personal relationship or the way your duties in the kingdom require you to interact. It could be a friendly relationship or it could put you at odds. What do you need from them? Discuss it with the other player to make sure it makes sense. Um... So you will have connections to two characters because you have one formed by the person to your right as well. Um, yeah. Anyone have a... I have a good one. Go for it. So I think that Dr. Solace is one of the few humans who is willing to sit with me and help me think through a problem for the you know, hours or even sometimes days it takes. She seems to find it relaxing. Is that a she not so you? It's well, hermaphroditic. Do you yeah, have yes. a preferred pronoun? It's is right that, next to it. Yeah, okay. Just curious, make sure that's what it was. You call me he is some sort sort of ambulatory sentient spermatophore like you humans have. <laughs> I process all of. Sorry, how does Bathroll's data? Bathroll. Bathroll. Yeah. I, I process all of Bothroll's data and am effectively a trusted lab partner. I know all of the all of your failures, all of your successes, all of the things that you've clearly thought about doing, the running themes through your research. As horrifying as they may be. You know, all of my discoveries in the vault. <laughs> Including some of those that I had Stashed in that extra super secret book in space time. <laughs> the one that most people don't know about. Are we up to like the third iteration of the warp now? <laughs> <laughs> wheels within wheels within wheels, my friend. So I think. I had um, to develop new technology just to be able to suspend a warp bubble inside a warp bubble inside a warp bubble. Um, I think as part of, part of my job as an ethicist is to. Make sure that uh, Typhon is aware of any uh, unfortunate business that any of the scientists or technologists uh, do, whether it is a device too too heinous to contemplate or just something that like uh, <clears throat> is ethically questionable. So basically, I've got to rat out everybody. So who's better bond with? Okay. Typhon. 
I gotta tell the computer everything to keep everybody honest. So, um, I think that as lead archaeologist, I definitely kind of am, have a lot of influence and like have to like, you know, basically pull things that, you know, pull things out of the ground, figure out what they do and then hand them off to the scientists to go weaponize. And I think as part of that, as part of that process, I have to consult with the ethicist mm-hmm. and, you know, have that kind of uh, stressful conversation about why blowing up a sun is totally ethical and using a galaxy as a shuriken totally ethical you've been watching a little too much of that old earth anime have you not she's particularly fond of tengen topa guren lagen from what i, I understand it's lugging slugging leggings you no, said lugging. no it's, it's like le- carrying it, it's totally leggings i thought it was i thought it was leggings <laughs> growing leggings yeah it's in old old english mm. yeah it, it, it had a spinoff. It had, a, it had a spinoff called Growing Pains. Mm. Ah, I do not remember that show. I think it was actually a novel. It was a song by LaRue. <laughs> of course you would know, computer. Okay. So finally, after we've made our characters, if a different role seems like it's a better fit, you can switch right now. Otherwise, we are ready to play. Nope. I can tailor this to this role. <laughs> I, I could almost see Touchstone making more sense, but. Um... Perspective makes a lot of sense for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think perspective is, is pretty good. Okay. Um, so, this is Kingdom in a Nutshell, and we're each going to read a column. Uh, that way the work is split up, but everyone will know how to play the game after we've done this. Uh, crossroads. We've got our kingdom, we've got our characters. Now we're going to play to see how our characters shape the kingdom and how the kingdom shapes them. As players, we're going to confront our kingdom and our characters with crossroads. Critical decisions the kingdom must make. Decisions that may change the kingdom forever. Does the kingdom invade its neighbor? Does it outlaw the new religion? Crossroads are the major arcs of our game. They are the chapters of the story we're making. It's our job to make crossroads that push the kingdom and the characters into territory that interests us. Never make a crossroad that doesn't interest you. You might even introduce a crossroad that your character dreads, but that you think would be interesting. Scenes and cards. Before we see the final decision the kingdom makes about a crossroad, we'll take turns creating scenes and role-playing them together. We'll explore the crossroad and see what our characters think and do about it. We might find out the situation is a lot more complicated than we thought. Each of the three cards on the table is a countdown. On your turn, you get to pick which to check and move closer to completion. When all the boxes on a card are checked, we'll pause and play to see what happens. When all the boxes on the crossroad are full, we play to see what choice the kingdom makes and what the consequences are. When all the boxes on the crisis card are full, We'll see whether the kingdom survives the crisis or is destroyed. Characters may flee the kingdom. When all the boxes on the Time Passes card are full, there is a break in the action when our characters can rest and reflect. Months or years will pass. When we finish a card, we start a new one. Where are we? Third column. Third column. Rolls. Each roll gives you a different way to influence the kingdom and the crossroad. Perspective. 
You can predict the consequences of picking different sides of the crossroad. It's your job to show us what's really at stake. Touchstone. You decide how the people of the kingdom feel and what they want. You can instantly define the kingdom and show us how the people react to what is happening. Power. After seeing those consequences and hearing what people want, you get to decide what the kingdom actually does. That doesn't seem fair, does it? Only power gets to decide what the kingdom does? No, it isn't fair, but it might be balanced. Power makes the choice, but perspective and touchstone determine the consequences. So challenge and overthrow the last one. Challenge and overthrow. Eventually someone is going to do something to the kingdom that you don't like. You can do something about it. You can change your role if you want a different voice in the kingdom, or your old role doesn't seem like a good fit anymore. You can challenge another character to stop something they do or establish. If power arrests someone, burst them out of jail. If Touchstone shows the people that the people are angry, give them a speech to calm them up. But if challenging them isn't enough, if you want to stop what another character is doing with their role entirely, you uh, oh, is doing with their role entirely, you can overthrow them and take their role for yourself. Storm the capital and take away their power. These options are listed at the bottom of your role card. But be warned, nothing can take a player out of the game. A character you assert just picks up a different role and keeps influencing the kingdom in a different way. Take away someone's power and they might turn as perspective and predict a dire future. Dot, dot, dot. Dot. Okay. Dot. So. Um, first thing we need to do is introduce a crossroads. Uh, and they have a bunch of sample ones here. Um... And so we can pick one of these. Uh, provide weapons to the warlords of Hanat. They've already enslaved two free planets. Or provide weapons to the rebels of Foltus. The rebels are a slim minority of the world's population. Build and donate terraforming technology to the struggling, struggling colonists on Glade to make their world more livable. Punish planet Ivix. We caught them sending spies to steal our technology. Go forward with construction of the Sun Eater, perhaps the most powerful weapon we've ever imagined. It's designed to cause a chain reaction collapse of nearby stars. Any of those sound like an interesting crossroads? Well, we do have spies watching us, so... Mm -hmm. I kind of liked the first one and the Sun Eater, because Sun Eater. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's two different ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought that was a choice of, we only have enough weapons to provide to one of, one of no, them. No, no. And we can we can come back and do other crossroads if you have something else you think we should do. Um, I sort of am interested in seeing like a major like galactic political realignment, something that's that's sort of like changing our changing the role of Starfall. So I'm hearing Sun Eater in the galaxy. <laughs> well, in the context of pieces breaking out, and so we decide we want to blow up stars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, it could also be something too powerful even for Starfall to handle. Could be arming the rebels. That's true. Could also be arming rebels. That'd be kind of interesting. Mm. You gonna say something? Oh, uh, arming the rebels and Sun Eater both sound like they are conducive to mm -hmm. like galactic realignment type of. If that doesn't direction. need to be a core theme, it was just something that I thought would be interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. That sounds cool. Arming the rebels is actually kind of neat because it's like pieces breaking out. So let's. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna beef up the rebels. Or we're gonna, or we gonna roll with it, yeah. Because <laughs> we're yeah, that's interesting. Because we can probably you know, it's it's a gamble either way, right? If we if we mm -hmm. side with the majority, there's peace and we're out of business. If we so arm the rebels, they might lose, they might lose. So and we're associated with them. So rebels, unless they don't know we're okay. associated with them. Well, there you go. Well. 
Alright, so then play, make a scene focusing on what your character thinks or does about the crossroad. We'll play together. And any player can briefly narrate how their character reacts to the scene. My scene's going to be with Typhon. We've just got reports, or, or the the request from the the rebels on Foltus uh, requesting our aid. And I'm discussing with you whether or not we should do it. Um, where are we? Um... I think maybe in the cathedral, because I think best there. So I would be in. I, I since everybody else described a physical thing, I I added one. So I would be in my mobile data collection node form, mm-hmm. which is basically just a Dr. Ball hovering a hovering like white spheroid with little manipulators and cameras. So the rebels of Poltus. With our support, they might be able to break out, take care of their planet, accomplish their goals. More importantly, could we accomplish our goals? We could send them untested weapons and acquire testing. That's true. So, we might need to at least give them a discount if we were doing that. Yes. It only be fair. I yep. mean... I understand they are not in the majority, so they probably don't have a huge amount of funding anyway. This could be a win-win situation, as they say. Um, we have many discontinued products in the vault. Mm-hmm. Most of those discontinued for a reason, though. Some. Well. I'm sure we can find a few worth parting with maybe, for a discount. Maybe put in a call to Dr. Solace. And see if there's anything she really thinks we should bring out of retirement and give another chance. I think this could work. So, as perspective, I should actually be using my role. I predict the consequences of the crossroad. I'll pick either yes or no and describe something that will happen if the kingdom makes that choice. Um, Is that so, once per scene? That yeah. You do that? Yeah. Okay. Um, Based on the contents of the scene. Yeah. So, I think... Um, we get free testing. You're a very capitalistic ethicist. <laughs> um, I don't know, is it wrong to arm rebels? Free testing, though! Well, not all ethicists are ethical. I, I know. So, um, really supposed to complicate the crossroad by predicting problems we didn't expect pressure other characters by predicting things they would want to stop. Um, I can also challenge a character to stop something they do or establish or overthrow a character to take their role for myself. But I'm not going to do any of those things just yet. So then, it's your turn to have a a scene. Okay. Um, Well, I will follow... Do I get to add to that as well? If you... you, you, um, Anyone in the scene can use their... Anyone in the scene. I was to the roll scene. to influence the crossroad. Um, That's fine. No, no, I'll wait. Uh, the, the reactions is any player can briefly narrate how their character reacts to the scene. Um, oh, wait, I'll, I'll narrate a reaction then. I think you see Bothroll um, in just inside the portal that goes into the vault itself. And she's looking around the vastness of this space and it's just sort of 
making this sound as she contemplates, probably for hours. Um, she is concerned that if we do arm these people with untested technology, that something absolutely terrible and you know fabric of space time mm. damaging may occur. Okay, so then I mark off. I can actually mark it off of any of these. So if I think it's putting us towards crisis, I can do that. I think we're getting towards re- now, resolving I, that one. Do I get a reaction as well? If you, yeah. Um, Doctor Salas is in her study, uh, which is actually a pr- pretty large room, um, and books and things and rocks with carvings in them scattered everywhere. And she is in just this mountain of books. Like you can hardly see her if like, you walked in the front. You know, you kind of have to peer over it. They're just on her desk. And she's she's comparing a book and something on a on a uh, a scan of some of some alien ruins. And she kind of has that kind of huh. I wonder that might might be big. And thinks she might have found something new and exciting that could be very profitable. Okay. If weaponized properly. Okay. Alright. Um, Typhon is going to... She'll be prospecting next. Visit Dr. Solace at Alien Stonehenge. Okay. A worrying sphere flies up to you. Mm. Oh, Doctor. Typhon. Yes. The rebels of Faltus are looking to buy arms. Have, uh, are there any arms in the vault that perhaps we could sell them at a discount? Well, I mean, could do that. Most of them are discontinued for a reason. Yes, but have they been thoroughly (laughs) field tested? We could acquire much more data by setting them loose into the wild. If you will. Well, I, actually, I I was kind of thinking about possibly giving them something brand new. Takes a picture. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, there I might have found something interesting mm-hmm. hidden in these characters here that might might be new and exciting, and that we could test out. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. What effects might this? I don't know yet. Something. Something involving extra dimensions and warp space, for sure. I'm not sure if it's a drive or a weapon, though. I'm still working on it. Well, I will pass that along. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Okay, so I have I... no reactions to this. Um, I'm not sure and... what you do as a touchdown. Um, so, when I'm in a scene... The mm-hmm. people of the kingdom feel the way I feel. And on my turn, in addition to my normal check at the end of the scene, I can opt to check crisis if I think the kingdom is in trouble, or erase a crisis check if things are calming down. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think the kingdom is in trouble. Though, if you want, you could just keep checking crisis metagaming so that the game ends faster. <laughs> <laughs> the ending is when we decided yeah. that, I mean... So I think what's going to happen is that Dr. Solace and I are in the cathedral. 
being contemplative. She has described to me her plan, as it were, and I think we're just discussing it. What do you think? You, you are wise in these things. I have not yet had an opportunity to interface with Typhon and process all the data from uh, this particular discovery. I am concerned, um, but at the same time, I understand that our position is precarious at the moment, that there is an alliance, a potential declaration of peace, being brought before the Galactic Assembly. And so failure to create new technology and generate new business might mean an end to our operations. Well, I'm inclined to agree. That's one of the reasons this is so exciting. It happened at just the opportune mm-hmm. moment. And as it happens, the chances for, say, a false vacuum decay or something to that effect uh, on a relatively backward backwater planet hundreds of thousands of light years away was little risk to us here, at least in the short term, even if we were to collapse this quantum vacuum and destroy the universe, it would happen very slowly, and we could probably outrun it with our warp technology. Or figure out a way to stop it. <laughs> the, um, both roles laugh is unsettling. It's not human. It's it's an emulation of human laughter. <laughs> I think you do. You, how do you how do you how do you find it? I think she finds it. Certainly not as unsettling as most humans do. That's no. for sure. Oh, I don't know. Just There's also sort of this clucking of a... underneath, which is the actual laughter. Mm-hmm. But um, but 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 she finds that that's that's even more unsettling. So she have curse over and ha 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 Maybe that's it. Maybe she thinks it's kind of funny. I, I, I think Doctor Salas finds it kind of funny, um, like trying to trying so hard to emulate humans. Um. Both rollways a manipulator uh, arm over um, a, a console. Um, this should only take a few of your days. Uh, you're welcome to stay here with me while I work. Thank you. I would be honored to help you. So, predict the consequences of the crossword. No. If no, we lose business big time. <laughs> we might get caught. We might get caught in a. An unexpected piece. And then at the end of this, I check a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, can check. Time passes, crisis. Can I check? I, can I check time passes and a second thing? No. Uh, Touchstone can t- check crisis and a second thing, or crisis twice. But um, so you can just check one. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless unless your power specifically says you can check two. No. Which I think just the touchstone can do. Okay. I'm not sure whether this should be time passes or crisis. I think time passes. It, it seems like time passes. I think time me. passes. Yeah. Okay. Doctor Selvis. Um. Do feel free to chime in. Oh, does anyone else want a reaction? Reactions. Oh yeah. Um, no. I'm I'm good though. Okay. I just wanted to make sure Duncan didn't. Um. So I'm thinking that after working a little bit, you know, figuring out, looking at looking at things, uh, working with Dr. Um, Bothroll. Um, no, just Bothroll. Oh, that's right, you're not. Working with Bothroll. Um, I think that 
it's time for one of my meetings with the ethicist that I look ever so forward to. Because it's about, it's going to be decision time soon. You're going to have to decide to either stay out and risk peace or maybe try some untested or or otherwise da possibly dangerous technology. So, um, I guess where? Um, I'm off in the cathedral or the embassy, but we could just easily be meeting in the library or in Sternhenge if you like, or somewhere um, else. I think our meetings happen in the library. Okay. I'm a little bit more comfortable there. And there's there's enough small rooms that we can have private talks. Ah, Dr. Solis, sorry for taking a bit to get down here. It's all right. There's so much stuff to do. I understand. So, as you know, there are some <clears throat> rebels happening soonish. On some planet, I, I, to be honest, Fultus, I'm not... yes, I've, I've been going over it. It is, it is such a shame if, uh, if we don't arm them, and peace breaks out, they may be suppressed. That would, that would be very sad for, for the loss of the cultural diversity. <laughs> um, if you get my meaning. Yes. Um, the. Uh... The higher-ups are pushing me for something new. Um, they're kind of unsure on which direction they want to lean on this. I might have discovered something exciting. I'm still debating whether we should we should give it to them or not. What, what is your opinion on the matter? Well, it depends I'm on... I'm obligated to ask. I think for once the situation is pretty clear. If we don't arm them... They'll be wiped out, peace or no. So, it's our obligation to give them a fighting chance. So there's no chance they'll win this war? Oh, there's always a chance they'll win it, but they're severely outnumbered. But what if we gave them something of appropriate size and power to counteract that? I was, I was studying some Bruins, and I the text, I think I figured something out. It was very exciting. It was something I hadn't noticed before. I don't know how. I'm sorry, I'm getting lost in my own thoughts again. You do get very excited about the technology. That's admirable. You should enjoy what you do. It would be nice to enjoy what you do, I'm sure. Yeah, yes? Well, so we are in agreement. We, You think we should... The, the consequences of not giving them something would be too dire? I suppose, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm well, a little bit more excited to see it tested, honestly. See it in work. The ancient wonder. She must have been glorious. Well, I was talking with Python, and they suggested that since the rebels don't have much in the way of money, if we could find something that we were eager to test, that might be the optimal solution. They cannot get erased. We can get some cheap testing done, and... Everybody wins. Well, except for the the majority population of Faltus. But, I mean, they'll small price to pay. No one will really miss them. Honest, I've never even heard of the planet before now. Hmm. I have several data files if you would like them. I, I'm okay. <laughs> They're pretty boring anyway. Most human colonies are. So, I don't know what yours... Mine's just a make a decision when it, things happen. Okay. So, 
Well then you can. And I can give orders, but honestly, I don't feel like I need to really look at your router now. So. Okay. Well then, pick up the uh, box. I am going to mark. Hmm. Are you crisis? Because honestly, I think testing all these weapons with rebels and exterminating mm-hmm. populations is probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not. What? Remind me again what the the weapon is. Um, not sure exactly yet. So, mm. test is trying to decipher the. the so, test. is your order that development is going to proceed on this new weapon? Yes. Okay. What if I manipulate arms to somewhere in the vicinity of my eye? Sloot. <laughs> um. I think uh, I need to meet with Dr. Bothwell to make sure that the... It's pronounced Bothwell. I know. Bothwell. Yeah, there's, there's the back, back of the throat. I try and get it right. I will someday. Um, Not all of us can be perfect. Very few people can. I think I think I'm gonna catch up with you in the vault, where you're maybe pulling something to help with the. I'm at weapon. a. Well, I think I'm at a very large console. You know, I've got um, four manipulator arms going rapidly over. Actually, not rapidly. Mm-hmm. So almost in slow motion over the the console. Mr. Mathurin, can you spare me a few minutes? I am not one of your I'm sorry. ambulatory spermatophores, thank you, uh, Dr. Hayden. I, I'm, I'm sorry, M- Mrs. Mathurin. Um, Nor do I subscribe to your species marriage customs. Why are you interrupting me? I have... Work to do, and this is going to take a very long time. Uh, I just, I just need a minute. We, this device that you are constructing, if you, if you give it to the rebels, um, how to put this? We are still in the theoretical stage here, and something is wrong. Well, Theoretically, if the rebels used it, there is a red light flashing on uh, the thing, mm-hmm. and like, uh, it's it. You actually see. So the vault is actually. I want to say the vault actually has dimensional firewalls in it. So like any piece of it, any section of it, can be shunted off into like a, po- a temporary pocket dimension, and you just see like the back, like right corner of the space because it's actually a three dimensional space. We're sort of on a platform, and it's. Just stuff all floating tethered together because there's no gravity in here. Um, we have magnet boots, maybe, or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, winks out, mm-hmm. and like a a an asteroid-sized like conglomeration of 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 old technology and equipment just <laughs> leaving just blackness there. We seem to have lost. Ooh, no, that's that's very bad. Um. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but. This the stockholders need uh, a report on the humaneness of the weapon. The well, I have good news and bad news. If what we just saw was an indication, um, the victims will cease to exist at something approximating the speed of light. Which, well, would that be painful? No, it. They wouldn't even realize that they had been hit by it. The problem is stopping it once it's started. Can 
you write that up in a way so that it sounds humane? There is no more humane way to kill Dr. Hayden than annihilating a being faster than its own neural circuitry can acknowledge. I believe your people used, and I use that term loosely, used um, a projectile weapon fired into your cerebral matter as a method of execution for much of your history. You might be right about that. Okay, well, it I serves can the same see purpose. you're very busy. If you could find a minute to uh, submit that data, I'm sure the the rest of the committee would be much more willing to give us the go-ahead. The technology is still very dangerous. I suggest that we wait before making a decision. Well, we need the funding to keep doing the research to develop it. I cannot in good conscience continue developing this technology on a rushed schedule. We just lost several trillion credits worth of equipment to this test, and that was just a basic exploration of the principles involved. Well, if Our you, losses could be much higher. I understand, but if you could, if we can alleviate the concerns of the committee, I'm sure I could acquire the sufficient funding that we need. I think this is a point where we need, we're going to need your reaction, because we both have, we have these consequences, like... <laughs> So, um, if yes, so we're going to lose a whole bunch of us. If yes, we're, we're going to... I think what's going to end up happening is we're going to end up doing a tremendous amount of damage to ourselves just developing the technology. Okay. Um, trying to think of a good way to word a no. The shareholders need... Um, oh, what's, the, what's it called in, in the products world when you're like your... Um, concrete insurance. Concrete insurance. Mm. <laughs> I think the shareholders will demand a new project. So in my so this just says when you're in a scene, I can use my yeah. authority to do something. So my reaction and, and also when a crossroads is resolved. Right. So I think I think eventually I decide just decide to let uh, Lothral uh, get back to work and stop distracting her. I trust your ability. Speaking of distracting Bothral. Okay. Yes. While you are working at the library, I appear on your screen. Bothral. Typhon, is there something I can do for you? Yes. I'm quite busy at the moment. I do not know who else I can trust with this matter. 97% of inhabitants of Starfall desire for us to move things from the vault, weapons from the vault, to the rebels of Faltus. I do not have access to the vault. I have no objection. It would certainly be safer and less expensive than our current course of action, but the leadership seems intent on doing something that could potentially destroy our base of operations. What they do not know will not harm them. I see. So what you are proposing is I authorize an unauthorized transfer of resources from our stores, a black market sale, if you will, to the people of the planet. 
Technically, I can authorize the sale. You simply need me to get the equipment out of the vault. Yes, I need you to move it from the vault to the uh, cargo area. Your choice. Why am I being saddled with these decisions? I'm a scientist. Do not think of it as a decision. Think of it as a task. The people have made the decision. You are one of the people, are you not? Do you wish it so? If the people and shareholders feel this way, then I am... suppose I have no choice but to go over Dr. Salas' head in this matter. Exactly. Shall I at least consult her? Best not to. You do realize if we continue to develop this weapon after supplying the rebels with weapons, some of which are untested and will probably have unfortunate effects, they will be far less trusted with this new superweapon. I will not implicate you. I will destroy all records of this conversation. I expect and you to. And of any of your involvement. I will not even know you were involved. And that is one of the things I like most about you, Typhon. I will get to it immediately. Thank you. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, crisis. What crisis? And you don't have to... Uh, I don't think you have to put a consequence on every time. I know what I want to. <laughs> Damage trust in Starfall. So I think the... Was that one of those... It seems to me like in this game specifically, not everything necessarily has to happen on screen. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would like... You know what? Let's let's have some sort of... Let's have like a... Uh, let's have a vignette scene. Yeah, uh, we can't have reactions to this, so... Hey, does anyone have a reaction to the thing I mean, that just happened? You can have a reaction if you want to. Which, oh. well, and I think well, it's, no, I mean, or is reaction just other people? Any player can briefly na- narrate how their character reacts to the scene. Uh, it must be a direct reaction to what just happened. Uh, each player can make one and use it to do or show one thing. Um, yeah. And just like doing something. Mm. It, it seems to me like that is. Kind of what that's for. Um, well, I think my reaction is uh, erasing the log of our conversation before where I helped you come to a decision that this was a good idea. <laughs> and like wiping a bit out of my like auto diary. And maybe you're seeing resources being pulled away from your pet project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Go to reference something and it's not there. <clears throat> a little disconcerting. I'm sure it just got lost someplace. I'm sure it'll show up. Because Typhon knows nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I... After about a week of the decision I just made percolating through my head, it come, it, I realize that um, by doing this I may have jeopardized our friendship. And so I come to your office, uh, what, what location, or library, I come to the mm-hmm. library, cradling in my, like, hard-shelled manipulator arms a bottle of earth wine, and I'm not very good at holding something that's round and smooth in glass, so I'm like, <laughs> the arms are wrapped around it like this, and I'm like, Dr. Solace. I, I actually scoot aside stacks of stuff to make room for you, so you can actually have a, a window. Um, would you mind 
Oh, oh, sure, sure. I heard that it was, um, it was customary in your culture to bring a peace offering of sorts. This is several hundred years old, I believe, from Earth itself. I I see. I I procured it at great expense. Well, that was very, um, generous of you. What's the occasion? Oh, I'm sorry, I did not explain. Perhaps it is better that I gave you the gift before I tell you what is happening. You may have noticed that there are some resources being diverted. I I did notice. Um, I assumed it was a cataloging error. I've actually spent the better part of a week trying to track them down. The members of the council, evidently, um, as well as a great deal of the population... Uh, of our workforce, um, been, well, let's, and, um, he, her, her head tentacles are twitching in a way that you know signals that she's agitated. Well, Typhon was concerned and came to me and explained that failing to arm the rebels, at least in a stopgap manner, might lead to um, unfortunate political and financial consequences for the company. And so I authorized the transfer of some of the equipment in the vault to the rebels. I see. Um, I simply I simply uh, keyed the release. Typhon authorized it and then evidently deleted the records. It, they can't be held accountable, obviously. They, they're not aware of what they have actually done. I envy that about Typhon sometimes. Well, I, I, I really don't know what to say. Um, and I make a gesture, which is like it, it crosses all four manipular arms and sort of the, the head bows. Um, and it, it's it's a it's a sort of a it's a gesture of apology mm-hmm. in my among my people. I'm not entirely sure what to say either. I mean, I knew this would upset you, but. My position depends on the continued financial health of the company, and I determined after much thought that staking our future on this new technology, technology that frankly scares me, was not a prudent choice. And she still got her head bowed. She's speaking to you. Um, Are there any parts of the face on your species that is like, very it's like off limits, no touchy. The t- head tentacles, probably. You probably okay. don't be grabbing those, <laughs> or so you're probably, you're gonna be grabbing those. <laughs> I, I mean, you can you can probably palm my eyes as well. They're large and faceted, yeah. like the bugs. That would be very uncomfortable. Well, I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. I'm trying to not make you uncomfortable, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, I just make like I, I figure I would know what the no touching spots are basically oh, yeah, with, totally. with the parts that are painful no, you know, you or are actually I want to say that uh, the opposite yeah the eyes are off limits the tentacles are not the tentacles are actually some of the only fleshy parts of my entire body so I would actually feel it if you touched me there I see so in that case yes I, I, I think did you see my, my little drawing I, I, I did see your little okay. drawing where, where, I, I don't know where I got off to she's somewhere oh it's over here yeah I did that's like the, her, her mouth is in her upper torso but also she has little like mouth parts they're kind of gross so she keeps them covered up <laughs> and she's got some sort of a breathing aperture like on top of her head and then okay. big bug eyes and tentacles. Awesome. Um, 
I think I'm going to gently, like, like as you're kind of down in that, like, apology, you know, position, I think I'm going to gently stroke one of your toes and say, oh, oh, both roll it. It's all right. We're, we're good enough friends that... You know, I would not have done anything but for the sake of the company. I know. I, I think you also know that I am, begin my fault, that I'm mm-hmm. particularly paranoid about anything that would shake things up. Yeah. And I tend to overreact. I know. It, ah, it's, it's okay. It's alright. I, I understand. I'm not 100% happy about it, but I can't be angry at you. Not for very long. I am, how do you say, deeply grateful. I still wish to work on the super weapon if that's your decision. I would like to keep pursuing it. I'm sure it can be weaponized. I'm beginning to doubt if it is, in fact, a weapon at all. Honestly, it's still so fuzzy. Um, but yes, I, I would definitely like research and production to continue. Anyone else want a reaction? Time passes. I delete that conversation from your own database. <laughs> That's awesome. It made reference to things that I did not understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was having an existential crisis. So <laughs> I love I, I love your self protecting persona that you can just edit the parts of yourself and your memories that you don't like. That's awesome. <laughs> Alright, um, I think that, uh, hmm, I think I would need to talk to Typhon. It's going to be fun. It, it needs, it seems to be keyed into things and seems to have some motivations and while it may not remember things, it, I think a conversation still needs to, to happen. So I'm, I, this is actually one of the few times I'm actually in my, my office, and I'm gonna, actually going to key it up on my like at my desk, mm-hmm. little hologram or whatever, or maybe you're like, okay. Floating, so you just or, bring or, me up as your or maybe your floating eyebot comes in. Well, I mean, whatever you could just boot me up. I think I just boot you up. I, I'm I'm a little bit upset with you, Typhon. Yes. How can I help you? So how is the um, issue with the rebels going? I await your decision. You await my decision. I'm asking how it's going. Can you do you not have any access to current news or reports? The super weapon that you have ordered appears to be still in production. Is that all? Several ships appear to have departed the bay, headed for the uh Faultus. Headed for the faulted system. Ah. Are you aware of who gave them flight clearance? Or what their purpose is? No. No, I am I am don't not. You would. Well, Typhon. I don't appreciate those that go behind my back and interrupt my research. You're doing very delicate and important study on this station. It's crucial to the galaxy as a whole. That we continue to do what we do. Are you referring to the spies? I'm referring to any who might stand in our way. And I would like to just inform you and anyone else who has interests contrary to mine and the stations that those persons will be dealt with harshly. 
And, like, her face gets really serious. Uh, and for the record, this is me using um, my power power to threaten other characters and make them do what I want. So, I don't know if that actually is a mechanical thing or what, but it says I can do it. So. probably <laughs> a mechanical thing. I can alert the spies. However, I cannot harm them. Just so you know my limitations. I'm aware. I mostly want everyone here to know. Although especially you, Typhon. Do not delete this. I know you have a habit of that sometimes. And I'm going to, like, type in, like, it's like a, like a security code, basically, that puts it in a separate file spot on, on the hard drive, like a, like a classified thing, that you just don't have, like, you basically need admin permission to read write to. I don't want to see any more ships going to assist the rebels until I have cleared it. Do we, under- do we understand each other? Yes, Doctor. Thank you. We do. Thank you. And, hmm? I'm starting to get the impression that uh, that I don't reflect the uh, desires of the kingdom. Mm. You can respect or... the desires of the people, you should conflict with the leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Yeah. You can try to take over the leadership if you want. I... The uh, Solace, in, in, at least in, uh, I, what I was going for, is basically, it's her and, like, the couple of, like, directors of various departments, and it's, like, maybe, like, 12 people mm-hmm. that she is, that is the interest of the station. You could it, also... It is corporate speak for the people in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and, I, and I think she's right. I think okay. you can totally have... No, if you still feel like that's the case, then we can resolve that. Now, you could also challenge. The small council can say... Uh, this is what we want. Right. It's not what the people want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay. You want a challenge? Not right now. No. Okay. okay. That'd be awesome, I, by the way. <laughs> I do have a reaction, though. All of the monitors are displaying an emergency message. This is Typhon. I have an emergency message from the council. Any traitors, any acting against the will of the council will be punished severely. Have a nice day. <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> I love it. So what are we checking off there? I think we are checking off. Uh, hmm. We're checking off that one. With mm. my sideways check mark. Nice. No. Hmm. Also known as a greater than or equal than sign. So, um, I think I've ambushed Dr. Sauce and the uh, Alien Stonehenge. Um, so, I'm sorry, I should make more noise when I walk. Yes, please. What do you need? Um, I have some concerns about the computer. Typhon? Um, or yes. Um, what, what? What about? What about him? Well, I think I think there may be some recording issues. Um, we seem to have acquired funding, and I just got a very nice thank you message uh, from one of the rebels on Faltus. 
but our records don't show that we've actually authorized anything yet. And if we were secretly giving weapons to any side, I think that would that would cast an ill light on our reputation as arbiters of peace throughout the galaxy. Well, do you, you know anything about a secret allocation to them? It's not secret at all. I'm surprised there is a um, <clears throat> computer error of some sort. But that's why I came to you. I I don't know. I mean, Records. sales is not my department, but I was told there was a um, there was a sale. There was okay. It was totally above the board, as far as I can tell. I don't know that we've actually made a sale. All I know is that they they seem to be in, under the impression we're going to give them weapons. Um, well, certainly more, I think, was, was the overall consensus. Okay. It's the current plan. Um, but they were just given some things to tide them over in the meantime. Make sure they don't lose too much ground before we can give them the real game changer. Hmm. Well, if we did send them weapons, I'm sure they will be getting them soon. I wonder how that'll turn out. Do you think they'll win? I mean, they've been armed by Starfall. They'll probably win. Of course they will. Our technology is derived from the best. So does anyone have any reactions before I make this check mark and advance the scene? Um... I think you see Bothrol um, bringing out, um, like wheeling out a rack of these things that they look almost like backpacks on a thing, and uh, Doctor Solace is there, and 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 Bothrol says, "You know, you were right. They weren't weapons at all. They're personal war crimes." After their conversation, after uh, Hayden and Solace, the it, it pans out, and you can see from Typhon's view, and Typhon is administering lie detector tests on Dr. Solace, checking pulse, eye dilation, <laughs> and it, it pops up with a little message, lying, or uh, untruth indicated. <laughs> there we go. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't even know what that is. The lying cat the there. Cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the first thing to do is decide if we're going to end the game here. Do we want to go for a second? I mean, it's thirty. I think we could... Yeah, I think we probably do well, a second. Well, I mean, the time passes in Crisis things don't reset, do they? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Um, so Fuck then, uh, set the stage. Will the Kingdom of Starfall provide weapons to Faltus? Um, yes. If we do, uh, we get some relatively free testing. That's my idea. Uh, we might also end up disrupting space-time. Uh, and that's what Bothrol thinks. Uh, we might also damage Starfall's assets, also from Bothrol, uh, or damage trust in Sky and Starfall, also from Bothrol. If we don't provide them weapons, uh, we will get caught in an unexpected peace, uh, also from Bothrol. The rebels will be erased, uh, that's from Hayden, 
and the shareholders will demand a new project, also from Hayden. So, um, step three uh, is the power makes a decision, then the uh, power gives orders to step four, and step five is the perspective makes predictions. Um, and then there's the popular reaction, which is step six. Step seven is reflection. Um, and we all take a moment to look at our wishes and fears. We mark off one box on time passes. Um, there are rules for interrupting, but I think we will just skip those for now unless anyone particularly thinks we should. So power. Um, each player with a power character declares whether they're making the kingdom decide yes or no on the crossroad. No one else gets to vote. Um, describe how you make it happen. Uh, there's Since we only have one power, yep. uh, it'll be very easy to count the votes. This is a democracy. One woman, one vote. She's the woman. <laughs> she has the vote. <laughs> so. Um, I say... Yes, we will supply weapons to the rebels of Faltus. Okay. Or more specifically, teleportation backpacks and weapons. Oh. Warp drives and backpacks. Or, and warp drives and, yeah. and weapons. Personal, yeah. Personal yeah. warp drive. Teleportation device, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then... And how I'm doing this is basically after this pet project of mine has come to fruition and, and Bothroll takes, you know, show, shows off her amazing work... I'm going to take it to the to directors in the sales department and be like, boom! So, <laughs> one thing you never did was make orders. Yeah, I did. You? I ordered him around. Okay. I was, I was, was I supposed to do something different? I thought that was but just like a thing you, you can, can do occasionally. Sure. You can also put orders that will happen under oh. the yes or no. Oh, I didn't um, realize I could do that. That's um, exciting. Well, so, so oh, that's fine. It's not a requirement. Yeah, you've ordered this stuff, put it into mass production, and sold to yeah. people all over the place. So, step five's <laughs> predictions. For each prediction on the winning side of the crossroad, the controller of it resolves it. Want first decide whether your prediction comes true. You cannot change your prediction or make a new one. You're simply picking yes or no. Things might have happened that changed your mind. You can point to something we've already seen that averted this outcome or simply say you're wrong. If you're not perspective anymore, you've no control over it. Uh, if it happens near your character seeing your prediction coming true right now, say where you are and what you see, do not s describe some new outcome you did not predict. What happened should be what you said would happen. Um, you, If you never made a prediction for this crossroad, you can make one now and it comes true immediately. Um, that seems pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. So, um, Why don't you go ahead and do yours? Uh, I think I'm watching some... What? What weapon did we end up giving them? We ended up was giving it, it personal warp drives, i.e. Um, personal teleportation warp, device. Warp yeah. spider backpack things. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think... Everyone's what's-his-name from X-Men now. I think we get some... Huh? Everyone's what's-his-name from X-Men. No, warp no, spider no. from what's, 40k. Oh, They're Eldar who have um, little jump packs that are exactly what you described, which are, they give they pop them into the warp momentarily, and, they yeah. and then they pop out Night, somewhere else. Nightcrawlers. Nightcrawler doesn't accidentally teleport into a wall or rock or like... I thought it was warp horrors that killed them. That too. <laughs> um, lots of things can go wrong. Um, anyway. Anyway, um, I think I'm watching some... Hayden's watching some video cam footage from from the Rebels and 
propaganda from the uh, Imperials, uh, and you know they're teleporting into places and dropping bombs and then teleporting out and taking out military targets and totally evening the odds because they can do it. What is the uh, what is the consequence that you had written there? We get some free. Free, free testing. Free testing. So we see them teleporting all over the place yeah. and doing stuff, and um, it, the weapon seems to work. The other three of these are fine. Yep. All right. So first, um, disrupt space-time? No, uh, because we did not weaponize it. It yep. does not happen. It would have been really bad. I know. Um, damaging starfall assets? Also because we did not test it as because a weapon. Because we did not weaponize it. It's not a bomb. It's not a bomb. Damage trust in Starfall. I think this does happen, and I'll tell you why. Because at some point, picture of the Galactic Council, and all of a sudden, um, terrorists just start popping into space in the middle of the giant Galactic Council chamber with, you know, basically like flamethrowers and like like mass destruction weapons, and they just. And the camera cuts out to the new, on the news broadcast, and that's um, yep, yep. And on every single backpack is a Starfall insignia. <laughs> Branding. Okay, he does it for a reason. <laughs> so hot. Finally, we have, or not finally, but penultimately, uh, we have each touch, t- touchstone decides whether everything that has happened. During the crossword resolution, the decision, the outcome of predictions, etc., has brought the kingdom closer to disaster or calm the situation down. So show what your character thinks about what has happened. Say where you are and what you think. This shows us what the people of the kingdom feel. If you think the situation is bad for the kingdom, you may check a crisis box. If you think it is good, you may uncheck a crisis box. Or you can do neither. Um, we don't have conflicting touchstones, so you don't have to worry about that. I think that I'm sifting through social networking data and observing overall trends and the word counts are trending towards towards panic and fear but also towards opulence wealth we're doing very well the people are Happy, but fearful. And therefore we are moving toward crisis. Mm. So now, one at a time, read your wish or fear aloud. Is that still what your character is thinking about? If not, you can change to a different wish or fear, um, including changing between the two. Uh, And if so, tell us what made you change your attitude. I fear disruption of my research due to changing political and financial situations. Yes, I still very much fear that. <laughs> um, I fear we will basically not have another big breakthrough. Uh, we've kind of delved through all of the tech- all of the we gotten all, all gotten all that we could about out of the the alien ruins. Um, yes, I still fear that because after this big after this big breakthrough, people are going to want more. And this and, was a game changer. And this was a game changer. For everything. And honestly, I was lucky to find this one. Yeah. Like. Found on the back, scrawled on the back of an envelope mm-hmm. in the margin mm-hmm. of a. <laughs> somebody was using it as a bookmark. Yeah. <laughs> well, I used to fear 
that the kingdom would bring about peace, making us all weak. But <laughs> now, <laughs> now I fear that Come we've gone too far, <laughs> and uh, we're going to destroy ourselves from within. I used to wish for perfect knowledge of Starfall, but now I wish for perfect knowledge of the universe. Having seen the effect we can have on the rest of... Or the galaxy. And having seen the effect that we can have on the affairs of others. More forward. Alright. Which I think... So now we check the box on time passes. So musically, like, always making <laughs> musical noises. And, and and it's not like random haphazard noises like when I do it. It's like actually has like coherence to it. A rhythm to it. to it? Yeah. Well, it's not like I'm not a musician. I, I know. A semi-professional musician even. I know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No. Or that doesn't make sense. I'm just laughing how similar okay. that is to my sister. So, um... It's over to you, and... That oh, was it? It is. That was my turn. A crossroads, oh, okay. I guess. Yes. Right? Uh, you just use the die? No, we'll, just, we'll do a new one. We've got plenty of, plenty of uh, cards, if you've got something in mind to go for. It. I've actually gotten got an idea that I think spins out of this pretty nicely. Cool. Will Starfall prop up the galactic government? Hmm. Uh, interesting. All right, so call the first um, scene. Right, I guess I have to do that, don't I? I would like to have a scene in the embassy. Mm. Oh, nice. Perfect. With... You have more than two people. It doesn't have to be... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to decide whether I want you as well. I think having everyone there. would be pretty intense, though. So, we're getting near... One more crisis and we're done. We're yeah. going to blow up, so... Yeah, it's true. Um... Sure, let's get everyone. Okay. I don't understand why I've been summoned here. We're very hard at work. I have summoned you all here to the embassy so that we can discuss the future of this company and its place in the galaxy. I know that you have all seen on the news the Galactic Council has been terrorized, many have been killed, and I have been analyzing the data without our assistance the galactic government will likely crumble within the next few weeks. Historically, it is not the case that when the... Let me rephrase that. You know, I have been... I have been a researcher since before Starfall was founded. Certainly since before you were built. It is often the case that in times of chaos, it looks as if uh, all civilization will come to an end. My suspicion is that the Galactic Empire will simply fragment without our intervention. That may actually be preferable for business. We have already standing contractual obligations with the Galactic Council. They have been negotiated and are highly in our favor. So the question is, do we take the gamble and allow the government to collapse, or do we maintain our existing status? Hmm. 
if we sell it, if we sell arms and equipment to the government, to the Galactic Council once, they will defend themselves and stabilize, and they will not need them again. If we let them fragment, we can sell it to each and every piece that splinters off of them. Although much of our assets are in currency of the Galactic Council, so uh, most we would have... people in the galaxies are. It is not true. The case. It is unclear. The, the only thing I would be concerned about would be uh, the revenue stream, um, but I, I that is that is beyond my 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 area of expertise. Honestly, there are some rather harsh restrictions placed on us by the Galactic Council that perhaps if they were not around, we could be more free to pursue avenues previously closed off to us. That is true. If if we help them recover, surely they would owe us a debt of gratitude. We do not need to sell them weapons to assist the government in recovery. We could give them weapons... Give them weapons? I don't understand. You do realize this is a corporation, correct? Yes, and that is a government. And a corporation that owns a government is very powerful indeed. Are you suggesting... First, it is not weapons that they need, it is protection against the devices that we have sold the rebels. An arms race is an arms race. Fair enough. That Were the teleporters that we weapons? Up with the race... If we supply we are them, the race. if we supply them with a, with a new game-changing technology, and then they, and then the rebels come to us and want something else, and perhaps we even have something for them, then the Galactic Council is going to be back wanting something more. It, it's escalation with us providing both sides. Monetarily, this works. However, the alien vaults are running thin. Then we need to make sure that our Solutions are stepwise rather than completely game-changing. Well, our last contribution was game-changing. Unless we rechange the game, no large-scale galactic government can hold, period. Do you not see this? If we can maintain the defensive status of the Galactic Council and the offensive status of the terrorist forces, then perhaps we can create a stable form of societal instability. That is a difficult balance to balance properly. Difficult, but we are scientists, and war is the thing we sell. What do you propose we give them? Inferior weapons to the rebels, superior defenses to the Galactic Council. They need a shield against the teleporters. There are no defenses as of yet. Precisely. We need to develop them. And soon, if we are to make this decision, or the council will fall, and our decision will be made for us. Couldn't you just make some kind of warp and stability bu- bubble that made it so if they teleported in, they'd teleport somewhere else instead? Are you a scientist? No, he is an ethicist. Mm-hmm. First, you do not understand what you're talking about, and second... I do not work on such quick time frames. So the answer is no. The answer may be yes. It must be no. researched. More likely... Well, I have several ideas, but it will take several weeks to, pour, to sort through them all and come up with something that will be fruitful. Thank you to the new technology that Dr. Salas provided for us. 
Well, as I understand it, most of the government has gone into hiding, and the secrecy seems to mostly be working for the moment. For the moment. It is bringing everything to a standstill and making everything take longer, which isn't great for our bottom line, but it is great for War is you. excellent for our bottom line. It is also excellent for being able to take our time and coming up with a solution. So, you know, for once, I don't think we have to make a decision hastily. Mm. The, the rebels could find the remaining council members at any time. If we were going to try to prop up the government, we must do it now. I'm going to make a prediction. If we don't, you may be better for business in the long run. Mm. Okay. You're the power. I'm looking to power. Yeah, you yeah. could. To decide. You're the decider. <laughs> I well, you, think I decided that right now. Well, you could, well, you you could put it, aside that, but, but tell us can, what to do. Yeah, you oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's You also do have the option to put an order that happens. What, if it, what do they mean by order? Like, as in, like, this hey, will I'll give you a raise. Mm-hmm. The kingdom will do this if we choose yes. The yeah. kingdom will oh, do this if we choose okay. no. So, you know, it could be, uh, yes, um, we we wipe out the terrorists, or no, we keep funding the terrorists. That sounds a lot like predictions, except they're just, like, definite. Which well, if they're, but they have to be things that the people of the kingdom can do, like, that you could order them to do, or that the kingdom oh, can okay. order them to do. Okay, that makes as opposed sense. to these are external the things that will happen as, as uh, results I of the see action. The now. Okay. So you're also allowed to threaten or bribe, so that could be it, too. You'd be like, well, if we don't do this, uh, I'm going to throw you in jail. I see. Or have you executed, or your memory bank's wiped. Or send you back home where your ethics committee won't let you do crazy things. I'll wipe my own memory banks. Well, See if I didn't. <laughs> so you are, are you putting an yes, order? Yes, I am putting an order down. Right, so put a little asterisk at the start to show that it's an order. What is the order? We will strike a government. Um, if, if we do support them, then we will strike, we will, we will strike an agreement with them. Um, and we will be pulling all the strings. And so any of our... Any of the bans previously in place will be lifted or looked past. And and now, when it cut, does come to the re- resolution, you don't have to, to put through sign. orders that you made. I assumed that was the case. Okay. Any reactions? I've already given mine. I was in yep. this yeah. I think we were... I think, yeah. Since we're all on board, that's pretty good. <laughs> do you need to mark a, a box? Yes, I do. I do. And it, just so that somebody else has a scene. Oh. <laughs> we can have a crisis and the game can keep going. Generally, we go until we finish one. What across well, roughly? What time do you plan on calling it a night? Ten thirty to eleven time frame. Okay, so we can keep going a little so bit. So we can probably finish this yeah. crossroads, but not yeah. a third. Okay. Well, I think this here, is going to be a pretty. I'll work a crisis. Let's see what the see crisis what is. Okay. Let's see what happens. So, the council members are found and killed. <laughs> Crossroads, here we go. Kingdom is not invulnerable. It can be destroyed either by within uh, who come to hit it or dangerous forces of a harsh world. When all the boxes of crisis card are checked, you play to see if the kingdom survives or falls. Just like when you resolve a crossroad, instead of playing out scenes, you narrate short moments to build a montage of the action unfolding. 
Each player gets to describe what they see happening during the crisis and what their character does to save or destroy the kingdom. Players then vote to decide the kingdom's fate, so what you describe will influence whether your fellow players think the kingdom should survive or crumble. For each step, where all players contribute, players go one at a time in any order. If you cannot agree on an order, start with the person who checked the last crisis box and go around to the left. Um, so, uh, I think we've decided we're not going to end the game here. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the crisis? It's not entirely clear. Describe the nature of the crisis threatening the kingdom right now. The person who checked the last crisis box can start, but all players should agree to the general nature of the crisis. Do not go into detail or take action yet. So do you have an idea what the crisis might be? Uh, yes. It could be that the uh, terrorists have infiltrated Starfall, Starfall itself. And are actually, all hot. I was, I, like I was going to suggest that. So, uh, yes, I agree. I'm, I'm um, on board with okay. that. Yeah, like that. 100%. That's awesome. What do you see? Each player paints a picture of the crisis by describing what their character sees happening around them. Say where you are, and then say what you see. Do not have your character take action yet. Um, that's step three. I'm going to go ahead and read step four, five, and so on, just so we know what to expect. Uh, then each player will describe what, their do- what we do or don't do in the crisis. You can try and save or destroy the kingdom, save your own skin, and escape. Say where you are and what you do. Um, everyone who's part of the kingdom shares its fate. If it falls, we fall with it. If you want out, you can try to escape. Um, abandoning the kingdom always weakens it. Your vote is automatically thumbs down in the next step. Uh, if you flee the kingdom, you leave the game. Uh, if the game continues, the player makes a new character after the crisis is over. Uh, if another character wants to stop you, they can challenge you to attempt to, your attempt to escape. Um, and if your escape is foiled, you remain and share the fate of the kingdom, but you must still vote for its destruction because you tried to flee. So fleeing can be dangerous if someone tries to stop you. Five, we'll have the outcome. Based on what's described, everyone votes. Um, you make it as a player, not as your character. Uh, everyone sticks out a hand and votes simultaneously. Thumbs up for survive, thumbs down if it should fall, or hand flat for neutral. If it's a positive result, the kingdom survives. Negative is destroyed. Um, if, if we have a neutral... Uh, crisis calms, but it hasn't been resolved. We add two more boxes to the crisis card, um, and keep going. All right. Uh, and then, if it's destroyed, the, the game is over. So we each paint a picture of the crisis by describing what we see happening. Well, if you want to go first, you can. It's order doesn't matter. Step one. I see all over the facility. First one. A terrorist with a flamethrower <laughs> snaps into existence right in the middle of one of the labs mm-hmm. and just starts burning it to the ground. And in the seconds that follow, they just start popping up all over the facility, snapping into existence. I see a uh, hollow disk that has been sent in by the terrorists demanding that we turn over more weaponry to them. I am uh, near the vault, and I see them popping in. Some of them getting kind of caught in the weird bubble that is the vault, and only pieces of them showing up. However, others actually getting through and grabbing armloads of stuff, just at random, having no idea what it is, what it does, just grabbing it and, try- and trying to flee with it. And... I see 
Um, it's actually down in the bungalows. Um, or you see there's just this massive bubble, like, covering several square miles. And at the center, like, people are scrambling over a piece of machinery that, that looks like it's been hastily assembled. And, um, there's a cloud of terrorists in teleporter jetpacks hovering around the outside of the bubble, but they can't seem to get in. So next we decide what we do, or don't do in the crisis. Um, it can be to save or destroy, save your own skin and escape. Uh, so yeah. Everybody under the table, I guess. Um, oh, no, no, we're... we're, we're oh, still, no, no, uh, this, we're this, taking is, this action is now. action. Oh, action. That okay. was setting up the scene, now it's action. That's what you're saying. Um, if you try to escape, then you're forced to put thumbs down in the next, next step. step. But um, I start gassing segments of the station, filling them with non-flammable knockout gas to attempt to counteract the terrorists. I am setting up. I'm coordinating from my from my laboratory. I'm coordinating. Like, like, I've got panels, and there's all these, like, engineers, and I'm describing, like, I'm, I'm basically, I'm basically directing the assembling of these, these warp shields, basically, all over the station. I have to have my, humans do it for me, because I'm too slow. <laughs> my, my hand hovers over the emergency, um... Self-destruct button. Not self-destruct, but, um, venting. Emergency oh. vent button, which basically collapses the warp field, immediately destroying everything in the vault as it vanishes into, into warp space. And as more and more terrorists are just loading bags full of stuff, press it. Nice. Um, I'm in the embassy calling for aid and promising weapons to anyone who comes to our assistance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> free swag! Free swag for anyone! Just please fucking help! <laughs> so, um... Now we decide, do we survive this crisis or not? Um, so we're just going to do it like... Yep, yeah, everyone... Like, like, under the table. We, we can do it under the table, or we can just do it on three. Um, uh, thumbs up if you think it survives. Thumbs, thumbs down, down if you think it doesn't. Hitchhiker for getting the hell out. This, this is... Well, no, no, because no, no one tried to no escape. One tried to, no one oh, tried to yeah, escape. Yeah, yeah. If you tried to escape, you have to do a thumbs down. Yeah. Neutral is you aren't going to vote. So you can, you, you can abstain from voting if you're right. unsure... Um, does everyone know what they're voting? Aim. All right, so on three. Fire. One, two, three. So. The eyes have it. The kingdom survives. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> so describe the outcome of the crisis together based on what you've already seen, and then continue with play as normal. Do we get aid from the, uh, from the foreign governments to help us, or... What do we? How do we um, get ahead of this pickle? Well, I think, well, I, I think I think your efforts combined with her efforts, I think, are what ultimately saves us. Mm-hmm. Because um, honestly, the government is in is in hiding. Well, no, I was talking to to everybody. Oh, I think maybe yeah. a few mercenary companies that worked yeah, in with so their own probably, packs. Well, so, so what I kind of imagine happening is basically you kind of were basically shutting down things, maybe venting air in specific quadrants or whatever. You are have you are putting up big defensive areas and protecting things, and then we have it kind of like you know sort of in the damage control step 
when mercenary fleets demanding their cuts show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no. hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> you did you did also vent quite a lot of stuff. Into warp space. Yeah. It's destroyed. Right. Yeah. And killed a lot of people. You, yeah. You you've managed to slag yeah. all of my We've lost a lot of material. Yes. We did. Yeah. But we have this new technology. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm very impressed you managed to create on such short notice. So, Actually, is it... Whose scene is it? Is your so scene, is it? It's, uh, it's about to be your scene. It's about to be your scene. Okay. Um, I'm having a scene with you. Sounds good. Afterwards. And I think that is... I think I'm in your office. Um, and I think... You know what? I think we're just having a little chat. Well... It seems I deserve that, but you, did you have to destroy all of our prior research? The data still remains, and we can refabricate it. They were about to run off with... gosh only knows what. Still... I did... I suppose I did surprise myself with how quickly we came up with that. I mean, I, I I'm not going to lie, I had been re... I had been researching that technology in parallel, knowing that this was a possible outcome. Well, it was certainly something unforeseen on my part. When you belong to a species that, and I think this is a little bit of a jab at you, mm-hmm. that lives for thousands of your years, you learn to, what's the expression, play the long game. I suppose you would. Still, it leaves us with the decision of what to do next. The council is still in hiding. The shield technology has not yet been perfected. Well, perfected, perhaps? I suppose now that the crisis is averted, we have time, if perhaps not, the monetary resources. But that is not my problem. I'll get back to What happens when all the time passes? Uh, I'll get that in just a second. We all die. Oh, damn. Die of old age. Old age. <laughs> I don't. N- neither does... You do too. All the time will have passed. No, but data corrupted. Eventually, the heat death of the universe will still yeah. kill you. Don't worry about it. Well, no, I mean, I'll, I'm only going to live another one or two thousand years. By that time, we might have figured out how to uh, evade the death of the universe and... Continue to exist. Just go to a different one, right? So, when time passes, we take a break from the action, let some time go by in the kingdom. It's a lull in the drama that gives the characters a chance to reflect on their lives. Uh, First, we decide if we're going to end the game. Then, we decide how long will pass. Uh, Anyone who wants to retire their characters can do so. Um, uh, And if someone decides to retire a character, someone else could switch and take over it. each player who did not retire their character narrates what their character's life is like, good and the bad. Um, if there are any checked boxes on the crisis card, uh, the crisis may fade. Um, if we decided to stop playing, the game's over. Otherwise, we introduce new characters and make a new time passes card. I'm starting to get a little bit tired, but I could play for a little bit more if you guys want to. We could stop playing the game and leave it as a cliffhanger as to whether or not we prop up the galactic government. I kind of like that. Okay. I, I think it's a, it is a nice natural stopping point. 
So, so we got through a crisis and we got through mm-hmm. a crossroads. Mm-hmm. I think it shows how the game yeah. works pretty well. Yeah, I really yeah. like this game. It's pretty I like cool. it too. I like it because it's it's one of those really nice storytelling games like like Durance or like. I, I well, kind of want to play yeah. it as like a world building thing before playing another campaign. It's like a three session world microscope. building. And then play this in your microscope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Microscope yeah. campaign in this. Well, let's let's finish it and then talk about all the awesome fair, fair things enough. we can do. Yeah, with sure. it. <laughs> true, true. So, so we are going to end it here. Um, so, how much time will pass, quote unquote, before play resumes? Um, and depending on the nature of your kingdom, it might be fun to jump to a whole new generation of characters or skip ahead hundreds of thousands of years. I guess we we can actually skip that since we're ending the game. Um, Retire characters. Each player who wants to retire their old character and start a new one. Nope, we're not doing that. Uh, so, the good and the bad. Each player who did not retire their character narrates what their character's life is like during this hiatus. Tell us something good in your life and something bad in your life. Keep it personal. You can reflect on how changes in the kingdom have impacted you, but the goal is to focus on your character, not the kingdom. You can describe new developments in your own life, uh, but not introduce new developments for the kingdom except extensions of what we have already seen. Read your wish or fear aloud and decide if you want to change it. If you change it, explain why a character's attitude is different now. Um, and I was actually planning on switching to power from perspective if we'd kept going. Uh, but I'm not sure how that's super relevant. I think I'll probably switch to touch it and I'll explain, I'll explain why when it gets around to me. Okay. Well, if I was going to continue. Um, so, who, who wants to go first? I can go first. So I think... What's basically going to happen for Bothral is that she's going to, because we've had, we've lost so much of our assets and we've had to, we're basically having to pay off the mercenaries while we develop the tools that will let us basically take over the Galactic Council, or at least have them in our pockets. I sort of feel like Bothral, her entire existence is disruptive. She's working on a lot smaller budget in a smaller, you know, space with less to, less less actual material to work with, and it's just driving her crazy. And I think the reason she's becoming she's becoming a touchstone is because I think a lot of the workers, are, a lot of the people who who work on the station for Starfall are, are feeling that that same crunch, that same man. We were riding high in the hog before, and now we we don't have we don't have the things that we we're used to, the comforts that we're used to, the the equipment, the the resources. Um, I think Dr. Solace, um, she was, uh, uh, she, she had superiors that basically were kind of like, hey, hey, give us, give us more cool discoveries and crap. And especially after the latest incursion and other things, and I think they're pushing her even farther and farther and farther, um, for more and more, um, which is actively stressful, um, and especially because, again, she doesn't know how much more there is, um, What's worse is that the uh, um, Stonehenge, the alien Stonehenge, was damaged in the attack, and it fractured. It, it was broken into some pieces, and some pieces were just straight up lost. Because there's a little, apparently, there's a little bubble when you teleport in. And there's just kind of a <laughs> carved out of it, um, which causes it to kind of break and fall. So her her life is not very pleasant at the moment. Um, on the plus side, um, she is getting to spend a lot of time with. Um, her studies and less around people, so you know. <laughs> so your wish or fear, and then we'll go back and. Oh, wish or fear was the same. Fear. It was. Uh, I fear we ran out of alien tech study. Uh, I think that's still very valid. Okay, and what was yours? 
Um, I was originally I'm extremely uh, sorry, sorry, I fear disruption of my research. Well, that's actually happened. Mm-hmm. So my hope is my new hope would be that by completing this new technology, we can sort of achieve the prominence that we had before by hook or by crook, and get back to that place that I had been for working for hundreds of years in relative comfort. Mm. So for Dr. Hayden's part, um, after supplying several of the mercenaries with weapons, uh, one of the kind of good things is he hooked up with one of the uh, pirate queens. And the bad thing is that she is also helping him run things now, which is kind of where I was going to switch to power is uh, he's pulling more strings because he's got, you know, people are scared of him. But he's got somebody new pulling his strings. Um, and my fear was that we would destroy ourselves from within. And it's not as bad as I feared, but it's still happening. Uh, Typhon is less capable of gathering information than it once was due to the uh, somewhat diminished and fragmented status of Starfall, and uh, is really disappointed for not having foreseen those circumstances. And uh, Typhus's wish was for perfect knowledge of the galaxy. You mean Typhon? Typhon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Typhus. Him too. Yes. Lord of Nergo. Typhon's wish... I think your computer's been infected with a virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. Too much time in warp space. Mm. <laughs> Was for perfect knowledge of the galaxy, but now it's afraid that data can't explain everything, or that there will never be enough data to explain everything. Well, if we were keeping going, we would then see if crisis fades. Now, we don't actually have any checkbox on our crisis. Mm-hmm. If we did... We'd all simultaneously hold out zero to five fingers, and then the lowest amount shown <laughs> would be taken off the crisis. Taken off, even if that's zero. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. everyone decides how much they think uh, the crisis has abated. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, and if we were continuing, I think I would retire Doctor Solis to her studies and create a new character. If we were continuing, I would totally want to skip like. A couple hundred years in the future. Oh yeah, that, that was kind of what I was thinking. Be here. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there'd still be two characters <laughs> around. Per- perhaps they have um, anti-aging enough that like he's still around. Yeah, just very old. You know, yeah, maybe he's even the old, of, like, the old ruler of the facility. Like, and that might be a good thing to be in power. Is uh-huh. just like I, I'm only in one location. Mm-hmm. You have to come to me because yeah. I don't go anywhere else. <laughs> you have a little hover chair, you're fine. You got that. Or you could just project your, your mind into like little robotic frames that have a holographic image of your face. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> I actually read, uh, it was I found some art on DeviantArt that the guy had actually written a little bit of fluff to go with it. Mm-hmm. I've been alien race that long ago in an effort to defeat death, and there was some other reason, I think. They basically all simultaneously converted themselves to digital thought, or to digital... Like, um, and they reproduce digitally by mm-hmm. splicing, splicing their code together somehow. Um, and the entire alien race is synthetic bodies with holographic head projections. 
Mm-hmm. Above, so the, the 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 actual torso it just has, let's say, a neck carved out and it has this little like, blue glowy alien head thingy. <laughs> cool. I just have a novel idea for aliens. Well, that was a fun game. Mm-hmm. I like that. I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. I would like to play that again sometime. Finally, finally play this that I've had for <laughs> stalking ever. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.